what to do if nobody is buying your productized services. So what are productized services? Productized services are typically things you offer on your website for a fixed price and a fixed scope, and they offer a fixed outcome or an ideal specific outcome or multiple, uh, multiple outcomes with your services. And ideally, the benefit of that for you is that it's easier for your clients to buy. They can kind of see what they're getting before they even talk to you, and then they can kind of think about the price and the price is right there. It's published on the website. They kind of know what they're getting before they even talk to you. So it's kind of an easier way to buy rather than reaching out to a consultant or freelancer, doing the whole custom thing, and then worrying about getting price gouged or worrying about what the scope is, or people have all kinds of concerns when they start talking to people because they feel like they're going to get sold to. So it's easier for the buyer. It's also easier for you, the seller to sell because the price and the scope are fixed and either you want it or you don't. And if you don't, maybe there's a custom option. If you do, here it is. There you have it. But the downside is that if it's not selling, you don't always get that feedback. So unlike with custom services, which is a hint as to what some of the solutions will be in this in this episode. But unlike custom services where you actually talk to people and then and then hear their feedback and do a proposal, you don't get that with a, as much with a productized service. So what do you do when things aren't aren't selling? Well, let's break it down. Just like anything, there's different ways to break down the the problem. So number one is is your positioning clear? So I like the form of positioning if you're not you know, you can do this in any way you want, but at least internally, you should have a position that says I am a X category. So I'm a business coach helping target market. So I'm a business coach helping marketers, independent marketers get X result uh, to grow and run a more profitable business. And so I, I'm a business coach helping independent marketers grow and run a more profitable business. Great. That's a, that's a value proposition. That's your positioning. And it has to be clear. So you have category, target market, and the business results that are measurable and ideally not too ambiguous or not ambiguous at all that you can point your finger to at the end of your engagement and say, yes, we got you there. This is not like a, well, we did a bunch of stuff. There's the stuff it's no, here's the business results that you've gotten, whether tangible or intangible, not just the deliverables, separate things, benefits versus deliverables, not the same. So I'm a category helping target market get X business results. I'm assuming that's clear. You should get enough people coming to check out your offers, assuming you're out there marketing, getting in contact with people, educating your target market, and then driving them to your website, you should get, you should eventually start having people take a peek at what it is you have to sell if your positioning is good. Um, and then, so let's take it to number two. Number two is, do you have enough visibility on your offer? So most problems begin with positioning. If your positioning is fuzzy, so too will your, your market will be confused as well. That's why we get into category for the target market for the business results. That way it's unambiguous. It's, I help these people get X business results and I'm a Y category. It doesn't matter what order it is. So as long as your positioning is good, you should get some visibility. And then the question, as I mentioned, is do you have enough visibility? And you just look at your services pages or wherever you're publishing this, your offers and saying, am I getting enough eyeballs on it? Ideally, you want to get in the order of dozens or or, or maybe, a, you know, a hundred or more people visiting your options per month. Now, as a consultant, you don't need a consultant. You don't need that many. You only need a few to to close and then your, your business can be booming. So don't let the numbers kind of slow you up, but am I getting enough attention? Am I getting people regularly visiting my services page? And that's going to be an indication of your positioning as well as your marketing efforts, which is a whole separate podcast in terms of how you get more visibility. But do I have enough visibility? So if you think your positioning positioning is good, people get it. They nod their head when you say it to them. They're visiting your website. Maybe they're even signing up to your email newsletter. You're seeing a lot of interest and, and traction in terms of the things you're putting out there. Great. 
So then do I have enough visibility? If not, I've got to go back and get and put, put the word out there, create more content, that sort of thing. Um, and assuming you are getting enough visibility, then the question comes down to, well, am I like, why aren't people buying? Right. And so let's break that down a bit. Number one is it might be a credibility issue. So do they see you as a credible expert at solving their problem? So how do you remove that risk? Well, one is by establishing credibility. And, but, and part of that is by telling your story. Why are you selling to this market? What makes you, you know, the, the right person to, to teach and to help me do this thing? What is your story and what is your background? And what are those signals that have led you to be the credible expert at this thing that you're promising today? And that that's part of de-risking the engagement for your client. So how do you do that? One is credibility. Another one is social proof. Another one is um, guarantees and that sort of thing. So are you credible and how do you de-risk the engagement? That's one of the big factors that are is often invisible because you might have a good offer. You might have a right price points. You might have a great scope. You might even be getting in front of the right people, but if people are like, eh, I don't really know this person. I don't really trust them. I don't see how they're, I don't believe that they are experts in this area. Then you've got challenges. Even if you've got, you know, testimonies and all that stuff will help, but how are you credible? And that's your whole story. And that's what leads up to you being an expert. And part of that is sharing content. Part of that is doing education-based marketing so that people know they're credible because frankly, they hear you talk, they hear you write, they, they see you write, they, they get your content. So they know, they know you're, you're talking about stuff. And then the the social proof and the case studies and that sort of thing really helps as well. So number one, positioning. Number two, are you getting enough visibility? Number three, are you credible? Have you, have you, are you reducing risk in as many ways as possible without being desperate? And then number four, and this is the most kind of the most important probably place to start. If, if you have a productized service and it's just not getting traction, maybe you've sold once and then you made it into a productized service, or maybe you created a, a, a slew of ideas and then you put them on your website and hoping that people buy. Well, what you want to do is probably put those aside, build a custom, very simple custom services page that says, here are the things that I, here's the, I'm, the, I'm this kind of person. Here are the things that I offer. Here are the things that I do in terms of outcomes. Are these the pains that you have? Here's how I can help uh, reach out for more information and we can talk. And then here's some case studies and here's some supporting materials to get a sense of what I do. Join my, my blog, whatever, you know, have, have ways for people to consume your content, but that way you're keeping it all custom you don't have prices. You might decide to remove, if you're getting a lot of interest, but not a lot of right qualified buyers, you may have a minimum price or even a price range or typical engagements usually look like this. So you might be able to kind of put some, give, educate people a little bit more what to expect in terms of minimum pricing, pricing, that sort of thing. But I would probably just try to leave that off the table for now until you get, until you have a little more clarity, until you create a more general service offering for that target market based on the outcomes that you promise. So you're still offering the same outcome. You're still focusing on the same target market, but the scope is remains to be seen. And then go, go back to have them reaching out. And when people reach out, you have discussions. What are your goals? Why now? Why me? What are, what are these, what, you know, what are you looking for? What's an ideal situation look like? What would be the value of this ideal outcome? If we were help you to help you get there, what are the constraints and limitations really understanding their business problems? So you can create custom options, ideally three. And one is the low level. One is the high level ones in between. And they're, they all go to the same place generally, but they may require more DIY effort from the client or more money or more time. They might take longer or shorter. They might have more access to you. And therefore all those implications still apply, but at least it allows you to create a, like a pricing tier based on the, the value prop, the outcome that you're promising. And then depending on the one people buy, that's the one you productize. And ideally you do that only after you've sold a couple of them and you can jump the gate. You can 
create, you can take that proposal with all three options and basically make that your product ladder, uh, your productized service ladder, but you run the risk of it falling deaf on people's ears and all that kind of stuff. So I would sell it custom a few times before you go and productize because otherwise you're not going to have enough data. You're not going to have enough conversations. You might have qualified buyers who would buy from you who just don't see themselves in your copy, either because the positioning's off or because the credibility is there, isn't there, or social proof elements aren't, aren't quite up to date. I don't know, but what you want to be doing is optimizing for conversations. And the way to do that is to keep your services page very light. Here's the problems I solve. Here are the outcomes I get. Here are some ways that I can help. Reach out to me for more information and uh, we'll put together, we'll explore the potential to work together. Uh, and then you do a deep dive kind of audit and analysis of their of their their needs. You don't have to do a full-on marketing and audit or analysis um, at this stage, although you could, and some people charge for a discovery project to do that. Some people will do that over the course of an hour or two. I prefer to do a discovery project. I actually haven't done one of these in years for my advisor work, but the first few clients before I productized my services, I did do discovery and I did create three options and I sold it custom the first two times for my, for my fractional CMO stuff. And then later I refined it as I went into the co-working niche. And I, anyway, there's a whole process, a similar process for that as well. And, um, so the whole point is, do you have good positioning? Cause that's the thing that's going to get the right people to your website in the first place. And it doesn't matter how many people come to your website, you want the right people there. Number two is, are you creating enough visibility? So are enough people seeing your offers? Because you might have a great offer, but if not enough people are seeing it, then you, you won't capture that 3% who needs it today. And uh, because the odds are so low and the numbers are so low, so you need to get more people there. Uh, are you credible? And uh, and are, are you offering enough social proof? Do you tell your story somewhere so that people know why they should trust you? Do you have true credibility behind you? Uh, number f- Number four is then selling your services custom, keeping it general to begin with and reaching out for a, a custom quote, uh, give people maybe if you want for some comfort, a, a minimum, uh, engagement fee or a price range. Um, some, maybe even some like a list of typical things that you do for people so that they get clear. Okay. I can do a, I can do advisor retainers. I can do, uh, strategy, you know, processes, campaign buildouts, whatever, list that stuff out and then have people reach out, you know, uh, for, for a custom proposal for a quote from you. And if none of those are working, then, there's, you know, you have to think about all those things all over again. You know, are you positioned well enough? You know, does this target market actually want this, this thing? Am I doing enough to get in contact with people to bring them into my ecosystem and then eventually sell them through education over time? So those questions will all come up. I can't answer that in the scope of this, but really the takeaway here is have good positioning so that you get enough attention to your offers. Be credible. The other part is sticking around long enough so that that 3% who are on your list, who are in your ecosystem, become ready to buy. And sometimes that takes years and a lot of people don't get that. Um, so, you know, being around and consistent long enough is, is helpful. Assuming there's signs of life, things like people are opting in, they're clicking your emails, they're opening stuff, you're starting conversations. Those signs of life can tell you a lot. And if you're not getting any of those, then you got to go back to the top. Uh, and then number four is having those custom engagements. And uh, that's really going to help you optimize for conversations, create scopes of work that you probably wouldn't have thought of based on actual needs that people are looking for. And uh, I find that can be a lot more helpful before you go and productize. A lot of people productize too early. They wonder, maybe they copy my services or they they remix it or they do something and then wonder why it's not working. It's okay to have multiple options, but maybe don't overproductize the scope and the price and maybe keep it high level. You know, a lot of ways to do it. Either keep one general services page or create a few service offerings. Um, but I would, I would keep it a super simple to begin with and optimize for conversations. Hope that helps. And uh, if you've got any other questions around 
productized services, why you're selling them, why you're not, um, reach out to me and reply in the comments, email me, Kevin at Kevin.me or head over to the website, my website, Kevin.me. And on the homepage, I just put up a crash course on how to go from, uh, doing to leading to teaching your expertise. And that talks about all about how to create a product and service ladder, uh, how to, you know, the biz- the various business models of the execution advisory and outsourcing realm, as well as the education realm. So check out all that stuff if you're curious about creating a productized service ladder for your business. And uh, let me know what you think. I'm always uh, interested to hear from you. And as always, this podcast and this community only grows through your word of mouth. And that's going to be the thing that's going to propel it the most. So if you get any value from this podcast, if you're listening to to my free content or you read my my emails and you get value out of it, share it with someone you know, a friend, a colleague, anyone. Uh, invite them into the community. There's a space for everyone. And um just love to spread the good word and uh, help this content reach more people. That's it for now. And I wish you the best. Bye.